Hello, Minnesota Twins fans, and welcome to episode 12 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I am your host, Troy Larson, and welcome once again to the show is my dad, Craig Larson. How's it going tonight, Dad? Really well, Troy. How about yourself? I am doing good. Um, it's been a while since we have uh, done a uh, show. Um, we just got busy with some stuff, and uh, but here we are again tonight, and... Uh, I wonder if we should start, Dad, with the performance of Dallas Keiko yesterday. Uh, I think he had like six and a third shutout innings, had a no had a no hitter going until the seventh inning. Uh, obviously, we did not see, um, and I didn't hear anyway, um, and you didn't see much of Keiko's uh, performance, but because we were busy with some stuff uh, at a family function. But um, just from what you've read and stuff like that, what are your thoughts on Dallas Keuchel's performance? Obviously, he pitched real well yesterday. Um, he isn't going to fool anybody with because he is not a hard thrower, but obviously he must have been um, locating the ball well and probably keeping it low. And he did strike out with the three guys yesterday. Well, he hadn't struck out many at all in his previous two performances, but he pitched well. Um, he had a no hitter. Do you have a perfect game for six innings? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then he, then somebody got a hit off, and I think then they gave him the hook, didn't they? They gave one out in the sixth, and they took him out. Yep. So. Yeah, they uh took him out in the sixth of him. Uh, I, I, uh, actually, yeah, it was the seventh, wasn't it? Yeah, seventh. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. Fixed six and six and a third. Yep, so Brett, the uh, Pirates center fielder, Brian Reynolds, he uh, gets a, a double. Yep. And then uh, Rockwell gives him a hook. And I don't know if you've heard, but they, they have actually talked about having him as their, having a six-man rotation when Joe, when Joe, Ryan's come, when Joe Ryan now returns. I have heard that. I, we'll see what, what the plan is, you know. I don't, obviously, if you ever got into if you got into the playoffs, you would not have a six-man rotation. You wouldn't even have five. So, um, but we'll see. You know, it's still thirty with it. Thirty-seven games left. You said. Yeah, we yeah before the show we were figuring out what are the uh, how many games Twins have left, and yeah, we have both Cleveland, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Twins have thirty-seven games left. Yep, and so you hate to say it, but there's always a chance that you know somebody might. Um, come up with an injury or you never know and get on the old Rocco list, uh, otherwise the RL or the IL, and have to sit for a while. So you at least you have a what you hope is a reliable veteran um, filling if, you know filling in if, as long as Keigel stays healthy. But he obviously pitched good yesterday. That's good. Yeah, he did. And the thing I would say is uh, – how Keiko did yesterday helps his cause as far as uh, staying on the uh, Twins going forward. Um, who knows how long it will be, but uh, we shall see. Yeah, well, if he keeps pitching, you know, like that or like in the first game, the second game is kind of a um, flop. But the the other two games, it's two out of three now. He's pitched you know, yesterday, pitched really well. So you're right. Um, he keeps pitching like that. They're going to have to find a spot somewhere on the team for him. But we'll see going forward, but so far, so good. Yep, so far, so good. Uh, and uh, 
And, and, and of course, you know, Twins Vivek had their 10th shutout of the uh, season. Okay. So I believe I'm correct yeah. in that. Okay. Uh, so they've shut out the their their the, the uh, teams they've played ten times. So. All right. Um, and I think they've been shut out somewhere around that same amount too. Okay. Themselves. So. Okay. Um. Where should we go? Uh. So. Now. Joe Ryan will probably be back sometime here coming up, um, maybe at the end of August or whatever. But um, but another key injury we have going on, uh, and by the way, Joe Ryan, he had a sore groin. Um, and the thing is, the sore groin might explain his uh, current pitching troubles uh, that he was having for well over a month. And he actually noticed that when he was stretching in the bullpen in uh, Atlanta um, before start against the Braves. But the, the other injury I want to talk about is Byron Buxton. And uh, I don't... And now the talk is that, uh, that, is that they're going to have Byron Buxton maybe possibly play in the center field when he returns sometime in September we're talking about and my thinking is why didn't you try it you know try playing him on center field earlier because now from what Rocco was saying he's like just par- kind of paraphrasing but he's basically saying like if he's going to play in center field now, now would be a good time to do it why was why was June not a good time? Why wasn't May not a good time? Like we were initially thinking. I think... I don't know what the Twins are trying to do. And to be honest with you, I don't know if they've been fully honest with the public about what's going on in Buxton. You know, they say it's a chronic knee injury. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they have been fully honest about uh, Buxton and why he's not able to play in center field because before Rock was like no he's not physically capable of playing in center field why is he now physically capable of playing in center field what what changed it's a good question I always felt too and they always said that thing about not being physically able to well if he's physically able to run the bases I don't know why he can't play center field you know if you're so concerned or paranoid about the chance of an injury Running the bases um, is which where some of his injuries have come. That's where he did that damage to his knee, and is it in Boston last year, the year before, sliding into second base? Um, yep, it was last year. So injuries can come at any time. I never could fight follow that that line of thinking either at all. It's very obvious if he plays center field and if he's physically able to do it, they're a lot better off if he's out there than anybody else in baseball. He's, in my mind, as good of an outfielder as he is in baseball all around. And I wonder, too, I've wondered it all along, is the reason why he hasn't really performed up to what you'd expect from him this year. Obviously, he's had these nuisance injuries, or as Rocco calls them, is the fact that he's, he's uh, upset because of the fact he's not playing in the field. He knows he probably could. He's probably very frustrated by it. So I'm glad that, that they're talking about playing him again. It'll present some other 
issues about, you know, because obviously if he's playing in center field, um, someone who normally would be playing in the outfield, which usually is, is Michael A. Taylor in center field, he wouldn't be playing there, but Michael A. Taylor can play in left or wherever needed. He's a, he is a good outfielder, and he has actually had um, some very important hits for the Twins this year, but um, you'd have quite an outfielder if you had Taylor and, and uh, Buxton and Kepler playing out there. So we'll see what happens. I hope Buxton gets back in the outfield. And when you read the, the quote that Buxton has had, uh, that Buxton, that the quote um, from Buxton and me, uh, uh, one article I read on the Twins website, he's like, yeah, you know, um, hopefully I can play in center field, but if I can't, you know, whatever, I'm just paraphrasing, you know. Yeah. You know, I can't, I, I'm not, it's not like I have to play in center field, but I don't know. I think the Twins, I don't know what it is if they were too cautious because my initial thought was you DH him in April. When May comes around, especially when he got warmer, you made strides to put him out in center field. So, yeah. You, uh, so you, uh, um, make you know you just you just get him ready to play on center field. So, uh, when is when is the date they're they're targeting to bring him back? Not until September. You don't know. There's no set date. Okay, but he can come back any time now, can't he? Oh yeah. But I know they have mentioned the fact about a rehab assignment in St. Paul too. Um, yeah, well, I'm yeah, and St. Paul, I think now. The AAA minor leagues. I think they now play into September. Yeah. So I okay. I can't tell you exactly, but they do play into September. I think everybody would like to see him back on center field. I do too. So and it does it changes though changes things on the team. Obviously, you know where he has been one of the DH people, but um, he's playing center field, but it's, uh, the way it sounds, it's not going to be on an everyday basis, at least not to right to begin, to begin with. Um, so he probably will steam in the H spot sometimes. And I'm knowing, uh, how Rocco operates. He sometimes will be off his feet a few days too. Yes. So, but the, the twins, it would just be nice if the team was healthy, um, which we haven't seen hardly ever this year. Seem like if you get a guy back, somebody else goes down like the next game or two later, or two guys. And he is Buxton isn't the only one waiting to come back. Obviously, um, Alex Kirilov is one. Willie Castro is one. Um, who's the relief pitcher we talked about earlier today? Brock Stewart. Yep, and there's somebody else too, isn't there? Oh, well, we were talking about Chris Paddock. I'm not so sure Paddock no. myself will be back this year just because. I don't either. Just because of who we have. Yep, he has, in, in rotation. He has not even thrown in a minor league game, has he? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. It just seemed like there's somebody else who we're not thinking of, too, who is. Um, and I don't think it's Jorge Alcala. No. No. It's unlikely he'll be back, too, isn't it? Well, he had, do you have Tommy John? No, he had like a radial stretch. A radial stretch. Uh, a radial stress fracture a fracture so where is that his shoulder his elbow i'm not totally sure where that i wonder if that's something with the elbow i don't know yeah well, it's too bad that he is a big part of their bullpen but he hasn't pitched much this year at all 
Um, that's the thing, you know, every time it seems like we're getting healthy and something goes to pieces again. Hope that that um, changes here for the remainder of the season. Um, we never have had a chance to see on a, on a longer basis what the Twins are all about if they have all their players healthy. Yeah. So it would be nice to see it. Would be. So, But we'll have to wait and see. Um, but they got 35 important games left. Uh, 37, actually. 37, I'm sorry, yep. Yeah, but I can kind of tell you who, who we have games with, uh, with or left. Okay. Um, we have two games against Milwaukee this week. We have uh, Cleve, uh, We have Texas this weekend and Cleveland next week. And then we have Texas again next weekend and Cleveland uh, starting a Labor Day. And I think we're going to be talking about this uh, stretch of games here coming up here, here in a second. And then after that, uh, I, I know we played the Mets, and then Tampa, and then I think we go to Chicago to play the White Sox for the last time this season. And then I know that somewhere we play Cincinnati, the, the uh, Cincinnati Reds, uh, they are an interesting team to, to uh, follow. Um, and then I know we also have the Oakland Athletics, the Anaheim Angels, and and, then, and and I do recall that we do close the season out against the, uh, Col- the Colorado Rockies. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, not, maybe not in the exact order of the schedule, but that's pretty much who we have left. And, uh, so, yeah, and uh, I, f- I think I, did I mention v- we have the New York Mets, too? No, you didn't say them, I don't think. Yep, because I know we have the Mets the weekend after Labor Day. Okay. So, yeah, so we do play with the New York Mets. So, we have two games at Milwaukee, I, I'm thinking, and then you got a week or more at home again, don't we, have games? Yep, against Texas and Cleveland after, after this uh, brief... Uh, Trip to Milwaukee. Okay. See here once. Oh, there's Guardians. Okay, we play the Guardians next week then. Yep. And we got the Rangers here this weekend. We got them for four. Yep. Then the Guardians for three. And then we're doing back. Then we're doing, going right down to Texas and right back to Cleveland. So, and like you said, I do see the Mets on here in Tampa. Both of those are home series. Yep. I mean, I believe we, we go to Chicago. And the Reds. Yep. And then back home at Angels, Athletics, and finish up the season at the Rocky Mountain, Colorado Rockies. Yep. Should we take a look at the Cleveland Guardians schedule? Sure we can. Just a second here. I'll get find that. Cleveland right now is, what, six games behind the Twins? Yep. There's six, game, six games behind the Twins. And they both have 37 ball games left, right? Yep. Um, Cleveland. Uh, okay, there they are. Okay. Okay. 
on the 22nd, the Cleveland plays the Dodgers at home for three. Then this weekend, they are I, at Toronto. That's what I thought. Then at uh, then at, then it'll be here next week. Yep. And that'll wipe, take care of the month of August for them. And then September, after the Twins, they got Tampa at home. Then they got the Twins at home. Then they're at the Los Angeles Angels at the Giants. Then they have Texas at home. Then at the Royals. Then they have Baltimore at home. And then they have Cincinnati at home. And they close out the year against Detroit. You know, when I look at their schedule, I think they have a little tougher schedule than me at Twins. Yeah, but, you know, it all depends on how you're playing, too. And we found that out last year. You got to close the season on, you know, when you're playing well. Last year, the Twins did not play well in August, especially of September last year. So anything can happen, but you you got to avoid those long. You can't avoid. You cannot have five and six game losing streaks anymore this year. It does not work. And I and and the reason why I think we might want to talk about this, this stretch stretch you know stretch of games, mm-hmm. um, including the Brewers games because there's 15 games coming up here. I think these games are going to determine where the Twins are going to be. It's going to make or break the Twins season. Very well, could be. You know. I think last year how we did in Cleveland. Yep. Towards the end, uh, in September, and overall how we did that season after August. Um, well, the slide started in August after we had probably one of the better records in baseball. Um, the you know we just fell out of a contention, and Cleveland won the uh, American League Central. Yeah. We, we, we did not end the season well, that is for sure. So that's why I say this, you know, Texas is a great, is a great ball club this year if you're pitching in offense. Cleveland, I still think they can cause Twins problems. I'm not sure if they're as strong as they were last year, given the fact we have injuries to their starting pitcher, to their starting pitching in uh, Shane Bieber. Uh Mackenzie, yep, Tristan, Tristan, uh, Mackenzie. Is there someone else too? Yeah, there's a guy named uh, Control or something. Um, I can check here real quick, see what they. Yeah, because there's somebody, but. Well, Beavers, Beavers out. Kelly's out. Mackenzie's out. Quantrill, yep. Some of the pitchers, you know, that we and. That we the names we got used to hearing about, you know, some of those guys aren't there anymore. So yep, and they did trade Aaron Savali to 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 uh the Tampa Bay, and he was their best pitcher at that point in time, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yep. So I don't know. We're gonna have to see what's gonna happen here if he uh you know this stretch season, but I think I see right now that Josh Naylor is on some kind of an injury thing right now too. You mean a rehab thing? No, well, he's he's listed as being. Let me just check here a second. Um, he's on the ten day. Yep, and I can't remember what his injury. Um, or it might be strain oblique. Yep. Yep. Retroactive to August first. What is it? a ten day injured list with a right 
oblique strain retroactive to August 1st. So he obviously has not been playing then. No. And he's one of their better players, too, as far as hitting-wise. Yep, he is. He actually he actually has a brother on the team, too, Luke Naylor. It was a, the bowl. No, it's Bo Naylor. Bo Naylor? Yeah. And he has a catcher. Um, why do I think there's he's, a... He's a backup. He's not their starter. Why do I think there's a Luke on the Guardians fan? I'm not, I'm not seeing that right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm mistaken. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but there is a brother. You're right. Yep. So... Uh, I, you know, surprising, you know, you like to you like to all of a sudden count Cleveland out of it, but you, you can't do that, so... I don't think so. Not at this point. No, I mean... they somehow are kind of a thorn for the Twins. Yep. And Texas is dangerous, you know. The Texas Rangers, have, they have a lot of pitching. And a lot of offense, too. Yep. So, as we said, now, they don't have Jason... Uh, not Jason. They don't have Jacob DeGrom anymore. I mean, for the rest of the season, anyway. Which one of the guys is on, on Cleveland? Syndergaard? Yeah, Noah the Syndergaard. But he hasn't... He I don't think he's... He hasn't done much this year, has he? Well, he's not as white what he was on the no. Mets. I, I, I won't give you that. No. But Texas, yeah, obviously Texas leading the Western Division with their over 20 games over 500. So um, they obviously have had a good year. John Gray has pitched good for him this year. Nathan Evaldi has pitched pretty good for him. Uh, of course, we got Max Scherzer at the training deadline. Um, so they they do have some good pitching. Yes, uh, yes, they do. I mean, he got Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon in, in the middle and yep. uh, the infield, and they have a rookie at third base who, who's pretty good. So, And they have they have good catchers. That Jonah Heim is one of the better catchers than baseball. Yep. And Garver is not a bad backup to have either. No, and I think they were going to have Garver be, be restarted or start the year, but yep. uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they have another former twin of the team, Robbie Grossman. Oh yeah, Robbie Grossman. I don't know. You know, Robbie he's not a great player, but he always seems to come through for you. Yep. So oh. yeah, Texas had a, had a good year. Um, yeah, I don't think they were the team that they expected to uh, win the division starting the year, but um, I think Houston would probably have been that team, wouldn't they? Yep. But Houston's in second place too, and they're two and a half games behind Texas, but. And surprisingly, Seattle's only only two and a half games out too. You know, let's talk about Seattle for a minute. Um, they have, have one of have been one of the hotter teams in baseball. They have actually, I think, they've won like somewhere. I think it was like seven games in a row or something like that. Yep. And their center fielder Julio Rodriguez, he actually has he actually had eighteen hits. In five games. Yeah, you had to be really hot doing that. Yep. And nobody's ever done that since Jimmy Johnson back in 1923. I have no idea who that guy is. No. But, I don't but somehow he, he had a, he obviously had a stretch where he was pretty good out at the, I'm sure there are multiple, <clears throat> I'm sure there are multiple players named Jimmy Johnson who played for Major League Baseball. It'll probably take a while to me, for me to figure out which one it was. Yep. Yep, right now, um, Seattle will be in the playoffs right now, too. Yeah, let's talk about the playoff picture. Um, I, I can tell you right now who would be in and out of the six teams. 
Sure. Baltimore Twins and Texas are the division leaders right now. Houston, Seattle would be in, and Tampa. That would be it. Toronto, Toronto's not out by much because they've got 56 losses in Seattle and Houston both have 55. The Twins division, I think you're, they're only going to have one team, and there's I just don't see that as changing. And the only other possibility, I said Toronto's a possibility, and Boston has an outside shot at, and that's about it in the American League. And then National, well, Atlanta's running away with their division. Yeah. And and with the best record in baseball. And then you have Milwaukee and the Dodgers, who are division leaders right now. And then you'd have, see, Philly. And, gosh, I think the Cubs would be in right now. Philly, the Cubs, and um, San Francisco. That's who you'd be looking at. You know, I don't think I would have picked the Cubs to be in it this no. year. I don't know if I would have necessarily picked the Giants to be in it. No, but I think the Cubs have really exceeded people's expectations this year. I believe so. I mean, I would have thought the Cubs would have been would have been competitive, but yep. not necessarily a playoff team. Yeah, but then there's some other teams who are not, not far out of it, like Cincinnati. Um, Arizona has an outside shot yet, and Miami does too. You know, those three teams, I don't think I would have even fought would have even even been in the playoff. No, nope, maybe sure. Miami, but yeah. well, the thing that kind of threw it into a turmoil. Everybody had the Mets, you know, either contending with the Braves for the division this year, or at least as a wild card. Well, the Mets aren't going to make it, and um, other than that, um, Arizona's done I think better than what people thought they were going to. Since uh, San Diego's another team has kind of been a flop this year with all the money they've spent. And I actually kind of thought that St. Louis would have been a little oh, more. There you go. Yep. And St. They're, they're down in the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another. And, you know, year in and year out, they're usually in the playoff hunt. So, yeah, there's another one you said. But those three teams pretty much not having much of a shot at it opened the door for somebody else, too. So, you, you'll get still got quite a bit of game, quite a few games left. Lots of things can happen. Yep. Lots of things can happen. You know, via past three weeks that the Twins have played, you know, uh, you know, I thought they would have done better against the uh, Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. You know, they were swept. No, they, they weren't actually swept. If they did lose, lose three out of four to uh, Detroit. Yep. Um, I, I thought they would have done better. I mean, like three out of four. Yes. Um. I was a little surprised if they did take two out of three from the Philadelphia Phillies. Yep. Yep. They actually played reasonably decent there. Except for the Friday night game that yep. Dallas Keuchel started. Yep. St. Uh, Louis, I think they got two, two out of three. I think so, too. So, I mean, this, and of course, been now last week we split against Detroit and we went two out of three against Pittsburgh, and I thought we. For sure, should have won two out of three. We could have easily have swept the series, but yep. but then we had a hiccup on Saturday and yep. lost that game. So we we just talked a little bit today earlier about you know should Buxton and these other players who are on the Rocco list night right now should they come back and be back and be active again? Yeah, what good would call. The, what would the Twins lineup would look like? You know, or who would be their best lineup? Let's not even talk about left and right-handed pitching right now. That can be changed around, but. Um, I think we both agreed the catchers either are going to be Vasquez or Jeffers. 
Um, that, that one isn't too hard to figure out. Jeff, Jeffers has actually probably had a way better year offensively than what Vasquez has, although he Vasquez has gotten some hits in the last week too. So um, first base, what's your thinking there? Um, I was thinking Karoloff. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you. Um, and part of the reason is, you know, Buxton comes back. You still have Michael A. Taylor. you got to find a place for him. And the other place for Kirloff would probably be in, in left field. But this way, Taylor can play there. Then Kirloff can play first because he probably is their best candidate to play there. Um, I think Solano, for what Solano is, I think he's done a really good job playing first base this year. But Kirloff is obviously taller and it helps have a taller first baseman. Yep. And plus the fact he's a right, he's you know he's a left-handed throw, right-handed catch. So as far as on pickoff plays... It's a lot easier to make that play if you're a right-handed fielder. If you're right-handed, you catch the ball with your right hand. Yep. Um, so, yeah, then move on to second base. Second base, I had uh, Jorge Polanco. I would agree. You know, I, I think that uh, Julian has obviously has done well a lot this year um, offensively, but he is not the fielder that what Polanco is. Has he been fielding better? Because that's the impression I'm getting. Maybe better, but he still isn't in the league of Polanco. Okay, let me one shortstop. That's obvious who that'll be. Carlos Correa. Yep, and then you go to third base. Royce Lewis. I would agree. I don't think Jose Miranda will be back for sure. I don't either. I mean, they've got too many other people who can play there. First of all, if Willie Castro gets healthy, Willie Castro's a good fielder. He's a good third baseman. Um, so you got, and you just said Royce Lewis, and I would agree there, and then. In the outfield and left. Well, we were we were looking at Michael Taylor. Right, I would agree. Center, yeah. center would have been Buxton. And left, right field, right field would have been Max Kepler. Yep, and then your then the bench players. Well, you obviously be one of the catchers. I think uh, Willie Castro would be one. Do you agree with that? Yep. Um, I think Solano, because Solano has been a good player for him this year. you agree with that one? Yep. And then? Farmer. Farmer, yep. And then you'd have one more, right? Yep. Well, here's the interesting part. Do you, and right now the guy I have, yeah. is, I think it's speaking between Matt Wander and Joey Gallo. That's exactly right. And you and I had a, had a, had a little debate. Yeah. Are between will the twins actually what just let go of Joey Gallo with the contract he has? I just wonder if he will, but if they actually will. But if they let you know do let go of Joey Gallo, uh, then it would probably make more sense to have somebody like Matt Wander on the bench. Probably, I just don't know if right now if it came down to those two players, and that's with a lot of assumptions. First, you're assuming everybody else is healthy. Um. And but that's that's kind of where I see it coming down to though because I don't know how you could have you know who else they can get rid of. Yeah, I mean of the ones we talked about, I don't see that happening. And, and so whoever of those two, about probably probably be maybe one of your main DHs. Yep, I would agree. Um, but you know the other wrinkle of the whole thing is in September your roster is going to expand to twenty eight teams. Yeah, I, I mean to twenty eight players. Yeah, but if, but if you have oh, then the other guy we didn't mention, you have a DH, and I think that the the logical answer to that would be not maybe every day would be um, Julian, 
So that's your other players. You have 10, and then plus the 5, that's 15, right? 15. Mm. You'd have 10 with the with the every, the, 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 well, eight guys. That'd be nine, I'm sorry. And then you have five, you have 14. You can have another guy on the team, too? Or you just Rocco likes to stack the thing with the pitching? Well. Or Kenny. Well, I think you can have 14 pitchers. Yeah, I but, would guess Rocco probably will do that, but I might be wrong, too. Yep, so, yep, uh, so you have your eight starters. Yep. And then... Whoever your DH is could be whether it's Matt Wallner or Julian or yep. and then you got Suano yep. and Castro. Oh, Castro. You know Farmer. Farmer. And then your backup catcher. Yep. So I think come September, I think we kinda of have your fourteen your four fourteen position players figured out. Yep. Well, I then, don't know. If it came down to cast I mean uh Walner or Gallo? What What is your guess of who which way Rocco will go? And I think I know what mine is. Walner, I think so. Cast. I mean, Gallo strikes out way too much. Yeah. I mean, and, he, and of course, Walner is about two, th- about two thirty-five, two thir- two forty average. Granted, he strikes out a lot too, but in these is a, you know he's got a better opportunity or a better chance of getting a hit than Gallo. Um. If they have, if they have all those players healthy, um, there's no way that either one of those two are better outfielders than what Buxton or Taylor or Kepler are. And you also have um, Willie Castro playing in the can play in the outfield too, or somehow you could flip it around and put um, Kirloff out there. So it'll be an interesting call but that's just a lot of assumptions thinking they're going to be healthy which has not been the case most of the time but you like to hope that could be oh yeah um so that, and i saw yesterday they struck out 16 times again that's got to change yep 15 on saturday yep. 16 yesterday way and w- which we won on yeah way too we... much so it just gets you know very frustrating to watch what goes on sometimes with that team you only have 27 outs in the game. You strike out 16. 16 are outs, the 27 with strikeouts. And, and of course, yesterday, given the fact that we won, we only had 24 outs. Yep. You know, the Twins themselves. Yep. So that's two for Jupiter. Yep. Outs that were given up to the, to the strikeout. Yep. And, you know, you got to put the ball in play. When you strike out, you're not doing that. Yep, they are still on pace to break the uh, 2021 Chicago Cubs record. Yeah, I think probably pretty much to shatter it, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be. I don't know. Yeah, because I think they have 12, a neighbor of 1,200 strikeouts. <laughs> and I think the Cubs, back in 2021, had uh, um, like a neighbor of 1,500. All right. So let's hope they get that turned around and. And we got tomorrow. We got uh, Milwaukee. Who's our pitcher? Do you know? I think. I wonder if it might be Kent Maeda. Okay, I could and be wrong, but I, I think real, I'll check you real quick. Yeah, but then on Wednesday, if that's the case, then it'll probably then it'll probably be Bailey Ober. So on on Wednesday. Yep. Okay. Here we got this. That'd be the Milwaukee series. Uh. Uh. Back. Um, no, tomorrow's over. It's got listed. So then it's could be over tomorrow. And then... Kenta made on Wednesday. You're right, yep. So that's what it is. Okay. And Milwaukee's got... 
on against Kenta on Wednesday. It'd be Corbin Burns. He went Cy Young here recently. I I think he did. I think he did too. Or at least he wasn't running for it for sure. I can't yeah. remember if he did win or not. Maybe he did. And Wade Wade Miley will be pitching pitching for them tomorrow. They both have reasonably decent records too. So. I think I think Corbin Burns might have been injured or even for oh, this year. Okay. All right. I think I don't know. I know. Yep. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember for sure. And I know you mentioned. I think you mentioned Joe Ryan earlier too. As Joe Ryan has had, didn't he have one rehab assignment in St. Paul? And I think he pitched yeah, he had he had a he had a rehab start. Um, did a wild home run, but I remember he pitched the pretty well through four innings. Yep, I think I heard that too. Well, I would agree. You know that that thing with his. What do you have, a hamstring or groin strain? Yep. It'd be pretty hard to pitch with a groin strain and be, and be effective. Yeah. So, I mean, it's too bad he didn't say something earlier. Because at one time this year, he was one of the more effective starting pitchers in the American League. Yep. So, hopefully he can get back on, the, back on, on track again. Hopefully. Yep. So, anyway. Do you think that's going to do it tonight? I, I guess wrap it, yep. Yeah, so yeah, because I have to do a bunch of post production work on this. So yep. Anyway, good to be, good to be with you tonight. Yep, and we'll do it again in September, uh, probably after the Cleveland series. Yeah. We'll then. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how how whole things could come together, but, uh, but I do have some uh, plans. Maybe I need some guests on here coming coming okay. up too. So we'll we'll see what happens. But sounds good, and hopefully the Twins are on a good run. Yep, that's and we, and we, and we get our our injured players back. Yeah, we definitely need that. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me tonight. Yep. So long. So long. That would do it for this episode of Missile Twins Chat. I am Troy Larson. Couple of couple of quick things before I sign off. Be sure to follow the podcast, however you follow this podcast, whoever it was on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, wherever you found it. Subscribe to that podcast or follow it. Um, however that, that works in that particular app of your choice, that way you get notified of new episodes. I don't necessarily have a set schedule. Um, although I try, to, I try to do something every couple weeks or so. And then follow the uh, podcast uh, on Facebook. Uh, like us on Facebook. The uh, Facebook page is Minnesota Twins Chat, and you can drop an email if you'd like to to a con if you'd like to contact via show. Send an email to mn twins chat the number forty eight at gmail dot com. That's mn twins chat the number forty eight at gmail.com Now, for my dad, Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>